Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Witch Weekly. We're getting closer to Christmas, and I've been so busy planning um, food, and I haven't even started thinking about rituals. I really need to sit down this weekend and um, take a look at my notes from last year and start to plan for my, my Hanukkah, my Festival of Lights, and for Christmas. Um, the new year is always a big time for me as far as spellcasting goes. I'm excited to share my thoughts with you all on my process and the things that I've been experiencing just in the process of living my life and progressing forward. So, thanks for being here. Tonight I really want to talk about divination. I want to take a quick touch on that. Divination, in its simplest form, is really the consultation of an oracle or the communication with, say, another being. Um, I'm vague here because you can use a divination in a lot of different ways. You can really use a Ouija board to try and commune with, say, the dead, if that's the sort of thing you believe in, and that can be a form of divination, technically. You can also use a pendulum, and if you're more on the science side of things, you're really agnostic, you can communicate with the vibrations in the earth to tell you certain things, um, communicate with the universe on a vibrational pattern using stones on a string and measuring the way they swing, right? So that's another form of divination. You can use tarot cards to connect with some people, connect with certain angels and work with certain deities even, and they use tarot or rune stones to, rune stones, excuse me, to communicate with them. So that's another form of divination. Me personally, I typically believe that I commune with the divine that exists within myself. So I believe there's a piece of the divine creator that lives within every being on the planet, including the planet itself. We all make up each other. We're all, we all come from the same place, essentially. So when I use divination, I'm communicating with that part of the divine that exists within me while also adding in a little bit of earth magic into it, um, as well as to directly to the divine as a being, not just within myself, but also existing outside of myself. So my divination practice is a little in-depth. It tends to be very accurate. It tends to be very detailed, and it tends to be very draining. <laughs> I can typically only do a couple of readings really within a couple of days, some days are better than others, of course. When I've got higher energy, I can do multiple readings in one day and be okay. Other times, I can do one reading and need about a week off. So, Divination can be used for a lot of different things. Um, advice in life decisions, advice in career decisions, advice with relationships. It can be looking for the right path to take, maybe with a career, maybe in your life. It can be even just simple readings for what you need to be conscious of for the day. Maybe you're looking to be a little more enlightened, looking for the secrets that the universe holds, and looking for the lessons to learn. I typically use divination to look at myself, to see what parts of myself that I need to be more aware of, to see what parts of myself that I need to work on. 
I typically look at the actions that I've been taking within my life, so decisions I've been making, and how they're going to affect me and how they're going to affect the near future. Um, typically, it's reading energies. Typically, it's advice for the actions that I need to take to go in the direction that I want to go in. Sometimes I need advice about a certain person, or I do advice for, for a certain person. Sometimes just generally, maybe I know a friend is going through a rough time, and I want to understand more about what they're going through and how I can help them. Always with their permission, of course. Sometimes this friend comes to me, and they're not really sure what to do anymore, and so we do a reading, and we ask the universe. We find out which direction they've been going in and how they can alter it to go a different direction. I've heard it said recently that you need to do divination before you do spell work. I agree with this, and I also disagree with this, and I feel like I can really clarify myself here. When you do a spell, for me personally, when I'm doing a spell, I've typically researched the subject, so I know what ingredients I'm using. I know how they chemically interact with everything else that I'm using for the spell. I look at the science side of everything. You know, I understand the tools that I'm using, and I approach it with a level head. On top of that, I understand the energy work that I'm about to put forward, and I know what level it is compared to how much I can handle. So this is a whole lot to do with personal boundaries, personal limits. I know my energetic limits. I know how far I can push myself on an energy level. So depending on how serious the spell is, the more energy I'm going to use. So I know my limits as far as what spells I can do and how quickly I can do them, how effective I can be with them. Typically for a spell that's not terribly difficult, it's not a terribly serious situation, it's almost like a quick fix, you know, those little bumps that we give ourselves to maybe help get through finals or trying to kick a cold, right? These are simple things. They're the simple things, the simple blessings that help us get through the life. These spells, I typically don't do divination beforehand because I understand what I'm about to get into. I'm well in control of the situation and I'm well within my energy boundaries. Now for a spell that's a serious situation, maybe I found out that a family member was in a car accident and we're looking for serious healing. We're looking for minimized injuries, right? There's, this is a serious situation. And I feel I need to do a spell to help in this situation that everything comes through and my family member pulls through, right? This is a serious spell. This is a spell that I'm going to do divination multiple times beforehand. I'm going to charge up energetically. I'm going to make sure I understand all the basic things that I understand for any other spell. I'm probably going to cast a circle. I'm probably going to do some cleansings. I'm probably going to do some serious meditation and prayer. I'm probably going to do another round of divination before I get started with the spell, right? So this is a situation that I feel is very heavy. And it calls for serious action and serious consultation. Divination is extremely useful in these situations because it can keep you seeing clearly in a situation where you would typically be very emotional. And while your emotions are still very high within the situation, of course, 
the round of divination to refocus your attention can help you direct those energies of your emotions into the spell that you're doing. This is where I see that divination comes into serious handy when using it with spell work. If you're somebody who feels you become unfocused very easily, even for the simplest of spells, maybe divination beforehand would be right for you. Maybe doing divination directly before any kind of a spell can help seriously focus your attentions, and that might be the most effective form for you. This is a very personal practice. Everybody uses divination differently. Every witch's spell is going to be a little different from every other witch on the planet. How you use divination and spell work together is going to be entirely based on you personally, your personality, your style and witchcraft, your style of divination even. This is all going to play a factor into how you use divination. So really it's a choice that you have to make in yourself. This is a journey. You have to continue to practice. You have to use more spell work to know how you use spell work. You have to use more divination to understand how you use divination. If maybe you don't know how divination works for you, maybe you don't know what kind of divination you like, you can't just sit around and wait for your local witchly podcast to give you the answer. Pick a divination form and try it out. When I decided I was going to do divination, I ordered a set of runestones off the internet because I fell in love with them. I read every book I could find. I would researched every single website that even mentioned runestones, cross-referenced everything, did all my historical research on where the runestones come from and how they connect to my heritage personally, and I was really excited. I had no idea what I was doing. I decided to just take my runestones freshly, packaged out of the mail. I made myself a little t-shirt stitched bag to put them in and I decided to just think about the year that I've got coming up, turn the bag over and dump it and just read them like they, how we suspect that they were read in history, right? When runes were used by the Vikings in ancient times and I'm being very loose with my language here. And I just started, I just, I just did a reading for the year. And it took me probably 25 to 35 minutes to even read the first half of the reading. I had to go keep checking my notes for the runestones. And it took me about an hour and a half to interpret the whole thing. The advice was solid. The more I used my runestones, the more they spoke to me, the more I connected with them. The more I understood what I was seeing, the more I understood how they were speaking to me. Now I see patterns in my castings. Um, as soon as I turn the bag over, I can see the connections and which runestones speak to each other as they speak to me, right? So this has become a personal practice for me. Tarot, I am much less familiar with. I haven't practiced tarot cards as much as, say, my sisters have. Um, both of my sisters have practiced tarot probably a lot more than I have. Um, I still read tarot cards. My tarot deck is technically not really a tarot deck. Um, I can't think of the exact name of it now. I'll get it out next episode and um, tell you a little bit more about it. When talking about divination, like I said, you just got to decide. Just pick one. Pick all of them if you can. Do your research. Kind of poke around. See what you like. You can make your own runestones out of paper if you'd like to try. Um, 
Tarot decks are available everywhere. Pendulums are easy to make at home, and pendulums are a lot of fun to use as well. Um, they're typically yes-no questions. I use them as confirmation for things I suspect are true or things I suspect I should, maybe I'm making plans for decision making and I suspect that I'm on the right track, but I need to know for sure that I'm about to make the right decision because it's a series of serious moves in my life. So I'll get my pendulum out for that. And typically I'm using earth energy and connecting my vibrations to the vibrations of the earth to see if we're in sync. In my practice, if I'm in sync with the universe, I'm in sync with the earth, I'm in sync with mother nature in a way, and that means I'm in alignment with my path. We all vibrate with the earth in different ways. We're all different beings. So this is how I use my pendulum. And like I said, typically always yes, no. I haven't ventured out with other kinds of pendulum readings. I've seen some creative ideas before. Um, if you all have tried using a pendulum in a different way, I would love to hear about it. I'd love to share your experiences with everybody else or even just to know them for myself. I'm really interested in how everybody else is feeling about this or what do you all think about this? Um, how do you use divination and spell work together? I typically use divination for personal practice and spell work. Most of my spell work is well within my boundaries of energy levels. I don't do serious spells very often. Um, typically my serious spells are personal development spells lately because I'm trying to put myself in a certain position, um, setting up for the rest of my life. I'm looking forward to the future, I'm looking forward to finishing my degree. And as I come close to finishing college, I um, feel like I'm making some big steps in my life. So these are the things that I'm working on. I'm working on myself. I want to be a certain person within a certain few years. And to be that person, I have to be that person. I have to start to practice that person. Changing a lot of things in my life lately. I'm being a lot more disciplined with different things. Setting down my focus pretty seriously. So typically my podcast episodes are hopefully going to be a little longer since I'm really focused on my personal development lately and I haven't had a chance to have anybody on my podcast to give me a good conversation. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Let me know what you all think about the subject. I would really love to have a full conversation with a lot of you. I would love to answer more questions. I would like to really get to know a lot of you on a personal basis. Staying focused because I'm focused on a new year and I see really bright things in the future, everybody. And I know there are bright things out there for everybody, so long as you know where you're looking. I encourage you this season, as we're getting ready for Christmas and the holidays, to start looking around at everything that's bright in your life, what brings light into your life. Even if it's just the little things that make you happy. Where that spark is, that's where the magic is. Hanukkah's coming up December 22nd here in the United States. Hanukkah is called traditionally the Festival of Lights. It's a celebration of all the, the bright things, the light things, the good things in life provided by the divine creator. Even if you're not Jewish, even if you don't celebrate Hanukkah, this is a good time of year to think about all the light things that are existent in life. It's a time to get in tune and get better in tune with yourself. 
when you're in better tune with yourself, I feel like you're more focused and you can get more work done. And when you can get work done, nothing can stop you. Wishing you all love and light. I hope to see you real soon.